0: welcome to clean break the weekly divorce podcast we share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca hello
1: again everyone and thank you for joining us on clean break the podcast we are back at it in the saddle again getting ready to do another episode I'm Darren Javog, and joining me is our co-host, Tina Murray. Tina, how are you today?
2: I am fabulous, Darren. Did we just
1: keep going, eh? Anyone yeah. we like a Swiss clock. <laughs> I swear to God.
2: <laughs> pumping them out. Keep it going, man. <laughs> or maybe we're the Energizer Bunny.
1: Energizer. I like that one, too. Yeah. That's, the, again, we're dating ourselves again, the pink bunny. <laughs> no, it's
2: still out there, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on Clean Break, and today's guest is a lady by the name of Cindy Stibbert she is a divorce coach and she is actually in Vancouver joining us from the sunny west coast today and so thank you for joining us today Cindy your uh, company name is Divorce Redefined I love it Thank you. Yeah,
0: thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I am located in Vancouver. Um, But it's funny, a lot of my clients aren't from Vancouver. So the beauty of being a virtual coach and having, you know, the silver lining of this pandemic has been that we can really reach out to anyone, anywhere. And a lot of my clients are currently all over Canada and all over the United States. So divorce is no, unique, but not unique in many ways. The process is is very similar, and everyone going through the process needs the same kind of support. So, yeah. I'm there to help guide them through the process.
2: Tell us a little bit about how you sort of came to this career, this chosen career path. Yes. And that's a, an interesting question. I would say that I would, I would l- like to let
0: people guess exactly why I go into divorce coaching. Right? <laughs> and it's, was spawned clearly, I think, obviously, in my perspective, from my own experience, and I went down the path of divorce myself and made all those traditional mistakes that everyone makes you lawyer up, the adversarial walls go up, the battle starts and the massive legal bills start to ensue. Mm-hmm. And through the process, I really felt, first of all, very stigmatized by society, realizing that even half of marriages go through this. It is such a taboo type of quiet, very confidential, very private. Um, experience that nobody's sharing that they're going through. And partly, that's the reason no one is getting the support that they need, and that they tend to go right down that traditional path that I did, making all those mistakes, because they aren't nobody's aware of their options. Mm -hmm. So my The reason I got into this is I felt that there's got to be a better way to help people through the process so that they feel more supported, that they aren't emotionally and financially devastated by the end, which typically happens, Mm
2: -hmm. and that
0: their children and their co-parenting relationship can be preserved at the end.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: I really want to help as many people as possible try to change their experience of divorce.
2: Right. Right. That's kind of one of your things, like, how do you change, you know, changing the process, right? So that's why you're redefining it, right, is by changing the process. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yes. And I think like, um,
0: the most mistakes make right, are made right at the beginning of the process, when everyone decides, okay, I'm going to leave my marriage, and they tend to reach for a lawyer right out of the I mean, we do need a lawyer in the process. They are part of the whole piece. However, the first steps are really what can set you up for a really positive journey and an outcome or a very negative and adversarial journey and outcome. So redefining divorce really starts from the very beginning and being able to understand that divorce takes a team, much like getting married. You need someone to you know, book a venue and your flowers and the dress and the hair and all those little things. Divorce needs people to come in who are specific for each piece of that process, hmm. so, such as a certified financial advisor, um, a therapist sometimes, a, maybe a mediator, a lawyer, a parenting coordinator. And divorce process is typically known as very overwhelming and expensive. Yeah. But when you bring these specialists in the process, you can actually save yourself so much money in the, at the end of the day, and you feel more empowered um, in the whole learning process as well, you're able to make better decisions. And oftentimes, I find that lawyers appreciate it too, because you're using their time wisely, you're, use, you're using money wisely, so that my clients are able to afford their legal bills at the end of the day, and they haven't overspent all of their budget just on using that one person. So right. it really starts by setting them up at the very beginning.
2: Yeah, like we t- we've talked a lot about it, and things like, you know, lawyers don't want to be the therapist <laughs> the it's like right but so many yeah. people just you know they're unprepared for everything so when they're in the lawyer's office they're crying about the dog the cat the kids the 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 lemon the you know whatever right yeah. they're talking there and yet that's not a, an effective or financially prudent way of dealing with the divorce right yeah, so absolutely having you know and for lawyers they don't that's not their job right so they just want these are the facts these are the so whereas having a coach or a therapist or mediators in in this in the mix certainly can help the process along
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. where we're sorry where, <laughs> where do you come into that. the where do you where's the best time when's the best time for you to come into this to the divorce Yes. So ideally, you know, the very best time would be at the beginning when a couple decides
0: that they are going to split prior to them lawyering up. I mean, that would be completely ideal. But in reality, I'm meeting them wherever they are. I have many clients who are already deep in the process, but realizing that it's not moving, but they keep spending so much money on this back and forth with the lawyer because they're kind of in this waiting game. A lot, it has to do with the other side, you know how that side is working too, and they're sort of in this place of limbo. That's a good place to have a coach too, because you can prepare yourself to be ready for those next lawyer meetings. What do we want to present? What homework can we do in between during this waiting time so that the next meeting you have with your lawyer is really productive and you're really prepared? getting your finances in order is something that you can definitely do without a lawyer. And I help my clients go through the checklist, figure out where to find all of those things um, and connect them with the proper professionals that can really help to outline that. Cause I think right there from the get-go that financial piece is important that it's clear. Mm-hmm. And then I do have clients where they're at the end of the process and they're concerned about what their life is going to look like. I'm also a career coach and I went into that industry as well to help people get back on their feet after divorce because they might have to get back in the workforce. I mean, I did myself after being home with my kids for 11 years, but realizing that you know support wasn't going to last forever and I was going to need to go back to work. My God, what was I gonna do, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that in itself can be so daunting and so overwhelming. So I do take clients through a specialized process to set them up for, you know, redefining who they are and redefining their future. This could potentially be an opportunity that they can develop something that they never uh, they never could
2: have done otherwise. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: So what does your process look like, uh, Cindy? Is there like a, an intake where, you know, where you set goals or like, how? like, tell us a little bit more about it. Is, it, is it like a five-step process or a 10 or I don't know?
0: Yes definitely you know the my process is very specific based on needs in terms of where they're at but typically um, I would do it a general intake. The first call is always for free as we figure out whether or not our needs are can be met. And then I take them down the path of figuring out what do we need here? What do you want your divorce to look like? A lot of people don't have any idea what their options are. So mm-hmm. let's first investigate that. What is mediation? What is arbitration? What does it really mean to hire litigators and go to court? And where do you see yourself fitting? And I really do have a goal setting meeting with them and look at all of those little bits. What do you want this to look like in five or 10 years? Because I think right at the beginning, hmm. we're so entrenched in the emotional part of divorce right then and there that we forget that divorce is a long game. Like right. We've got this, your future to think about and All the decisions you make right now are going to affect that long game. So we really need to to take our time be rational i help unhook them emotionally what's holding you back what are you afraid of and how can we really work around that a lot of it has to do with finances and the family home and the kids and so digging deep into those emotional hooks because to me i feel that there's four different divorces that are going on here we have the emotional divorce all the feelings involved We have the social divorce that is really difficult on people because their social circle starts to change, and that can be really unexpected. You can feel lonely. And then we have the financial divorce, so understanding what your finances are. And then finally we have the legal divorce. So we can finish that off. And going down the road of those pieces really helps them become more informed because really it's about the more we the better we know, the better we can do, right? And I feel that. No one's there supporting you. I'm their thinking partner and their sounding board, and for them to to hold them accountable for the process and really make the the invisible visible, so they feel much more supported, much more rational, much more um, empowered by the process. So it's really a step by step action plan. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So let's, let's talk about some tips, right? Um, I would think that the, div- anything to do with divorce is plagued with all, uh, like potholes and landmines. Mm-hmm. Why don't we give some, uh, some clients, some of the people listening right now, some, some good advice right now. Um, what, what would you say to somebody like, two or three things right now, off the top of your mind, you know, person's going through divorce right now. How would you speak to them about, you know, things to be careful of or thing like some ideas that they should think about first before they engage?
0: Yes, Uh, definitely right off the bat, look at your financial situation, get that in order. I Mm -hmm. think being, making that, a very clear piece can help to dispel some of the myths and the fears through the process because we get stuck on that financial piece when it's really unclear. And we're trying to negotiate on numbers that we only just sort of assume are there. Mm -hmm. Once they're black and white and on paper, it's hard to kind of make that up, right? Mm -hmm. So making that clear really can dispel some of that emotional um, uncertainty. The second thing I would I would advise is to really be careful how much you're using your lawyer. If you've hired one or if you're planning to hire, how can you use this person efficiently and effectively? Because every single time you reach out to them, whether it be a phone call or an email, it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. So do you, you know, a lot of people say, I can't afford, you know, my divorce or I can't afford a coach. Well, it's probably because you're going back and forth with your lawyer and you're not realizing this until a month or two from now when you've used up your retainer and they're they've now laid another bill on you.
2: Right. So
0: be really mindful of how much you're using your lawyer. And then the third piece I would say is really focus on how the kids are doing in this. We can get so wrapped up in ourselves and our divorce that we tend to forget that these children need to be supported too, and really be mindful of how this experience is working for them and keep them out of that divorce conflict. You know, this isn't their divorce. This is your divorce with your with your spouse. And the kids, unfortunately, just are in the mix. So mm-hmm. keeping them protected, listening to them, really bringing in the support that potentially they need, um, that's going to set you up for far better success at the end.
1: That is really good. Yeah. Excellent. That was, those are three great points. Yeah. I know one thing that I've heard from many clients is that there's kind of like this mystery around, the costs of the water oh. and where the money's going. Right. Yes. And and they do have a time docket. They give you, you know, like they are very clear about it. However, like you said, they don't really get back to you. They don't follow up as to how is that tank of money going down mm-hmm. you know so they contact you when you're like 10 percent from the bottom mm-hmm. or on the bottom and say I need okay, another I need fill more. up yeah and that has always been a frustrating thing now not all, all lawyers do that and I'm not generalizing yeah but but I have I've experienced that myself with, when I've dealt with you know fee-for-service people yeah. some people are very good communicators about saying okay you're about halfway through what you gave me you know blah 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 where others will just wait till you're at the bottom and then you're frustrated because you're like, whoa, I haven't I gotten anywhere, gave anywhere you $10, either. Right? $10, yeah. How did yeah. I go through that so quickly? You know. Yeah. So that's you know, good advice.
2: You know, one of the things that as I was listening, I was feeling like, you know, the key is being educated for yourself mm-hmm. is finding out what what's out there. Right. And I think part mm-hmm. of us doing divorce net and, and clean break this podcast is that we are trying to educate people so that they can get to the other side, exactly. financially intact, emotionally, mentally, and, and family intact to some degree, right? And so yeah. I love those, those those pieces of information because I feel like that's what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is allow our clients to go through the process. Uh, certainly, they're going to be scathed. You're not going to, uh, you know, you're not going to arrive to the other end without a few scratches and bumps and right. bruises. but. The best way is to educate yourself how to get through that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, I really felt that when I was listening to you is just that, whew, okay, you're going to, you got a
1: plan. You got a plan. <laughs> you got a
2: plan, right? You don't, yeah. You don't, you yeah. You not get married without a plan. You don't, you don't have, well, you know, some people have babies without plans, but you, you know, you, have, you plan to have your children, you plan retirement, you plan yeah. to buy a house. But yeah. divorce, we just go, I'm unprepared. I don't know what to do.
1: Well, nobody has Uh, a, has divorce as a hobby, right? (laughs) Well, although there's maybe there's a couple clients (laughs) (laughs) that have divorce as a hobby for them when they're like five or six in, you know, I don't know, but
2: (laughs) But, you know, and it's, and I, and I find that a lot of people like yourself that uh, have, have discovered uh, business out of the fact of their divorce and not, and that hasn't come from well, part of it has probably come from how to, how can I make money, but more importantly, how can I get how can I help other people get through oh, it yeah. and 100%. save
1: and save money and save you know? money? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, I think that that's you hit the
0: nail on the head. You know, I w- really went into this because during my own process, I people were starting to reach out to me confidentially you know what are you doing how are you doing this and I had no idea they were going through divorce and it broke broke my heart that we all have to sit in the silence and um, not share our struggles and not not reach out ask people for help and my you know one of my big top three life values is to make a difference in the lives of others and I see that there's such a shift and such a movement that needs to change when it comes to divorce so that this doesn't feel so alone so -hmm. many people are struggling by themselves and that's only causing the process to be more stressful more expensive more devastating you know how can we really help and yes of course it's my career now and i'm building it to make money But I had a friend call me yesterday and she's like, I need to meet you. I'm in the middle of my process of going back to court for the fifth time. You know, I want to hire you. And I'm thinking like, you're my friend. I have known you for 20 years. I don't want your money. I want to help you. Like, what do you need um, from me right now? You know, and part of it is is that. And I have so many people reaching out to me, DMing me on my Instagram, um, just asking questions. And I feel like if I can just take you down this path and help you or if anything I post resonates with you or gives you that strength and that empowerment or that, you know, if I can answer a question, that's really what it's all about. It's all about, you know, helping people and just making this whole process less stigmatized.
1: Yeah, and I think-
0: marriages are going through it. And mm-hmm. I think there's
1: been a big shift. I know Tina, Tina and I have spoken about this. Even in the last three years, yeah, we've noticed like a shift in, in the landscape mm-hmm. where, <clears throat> you know, like 90% of the people were going just to the lawyers, yeah, right to the lawyers, first. litigate, yep. right? Yep. And they didn't even, and then when we started doing DivorceNet, we were like, wow, there's like mediators, there's, you know, like yeah. there's all these other processes. Yeah. They're less impactful as far as like, uh, like com- uh, conflict wise. Yeah. And, and, but we've just seen in the last three years, like, I believe like the coaching part is, well, what was it like 10 years ago in the US? But like, how long has it been around in Canada? It's, for, it's relatively new, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, it's definitely relatively new and getting more popular. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. one of the only divorce coaches in in Vancouver, if if I'm not attached to collaborative divorce, I know the collaborative divorce process has what's called divorce coaches in that process, but they're legal um, based on, you know, legal training. I don't have a legal training background. I do have some mental health background, but I really have coaching. And a lot of my certification and training comes with how do we understand the divorce process? You know, I understand I've been trained in part of the financials, but I'm not a financial advisor. I will connect you with those people. I've been trained in the real estate of divorce you know even all of the different options for legal so having someone that can really help navigate okay what do I need to know and where what direction do I need to go you know sometimes I say I'm like a divorce concierge (laughs) you know I'm
2: bringing in (laughs) all of
0: these people for you at certain parts of the process and I and I really take pride in also creating a really valuable personal experience. Like I will never connect a client with someone that I have not personally met, personally had a conversation to make sure that we are aligned in our, in our mission mm-hmm. and then personally connect them. So they feel like, oh, wow. So, you know, Cindy's connected me with this person. And now there's that feeling of, there's that personal connection happening. Instead of here's three names, go and do some research. I do the work for them
1: right
2: i think relationships are so important in any yeah. industry right oh, yeah. it's it's building those relationships it's not just about referring people referring people yeah. um and 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 particularly like i want to know that when i'm when i am referring somebody to someone that i trust that person too mm-hmm. right yes. especially
1: yes. when you're going through in the divorce process because right. it's that much more sensitive right for the people right so if you send them to, to a referral that's not gonna do a good job
2: yeah and i i unfortunately referred someone to to a lawyer once and i thought they'd be okay and it was a nightmare like mm. and i just oh man i felt so bad because i had faith in that you know so yeah. i i really rethought my process around it but it's good to know that there's someone like you say you're like a concierge you can Mm -hmm. you can you've developed that group of people that you know like and trust Mm -hmm. right and can now help your clients with with their situations as well
1: Cindy, let me ask you do do you typically just work with one person uh or can you work with couples I don't know
0: Typically, I have worked the majority of the time with one person. It's usually that one person who wants to make some better decisions, Mm -hmm. who's really overwhelmed by the process, and they're afraid of the outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really unclear and afraid. So I do typically work with one, but I have worked with both, with those clients that come and want to make sure that this is a a better outcome and a more affordable outcome. How can we work together? I actually Mm -hmm. really enjoy working with the couple because I will, first of all, take them together to figure out what their needs are and then work to get work separately so i like to see both sides of the coin because when you are working with one one side of the couple you get one side of the story which is also fine i'm their advocate entirely when they're working with me i'm not a neutral in that case at all but if i'm working with both it's it's much easier for me to help to align that that similar goal and that pattern. You know, what do we want this to look like? You both are bringing this to the table. You're both expressing your feelings. This is what I'm seeing. How can we move you both forward? Mm. Because what happens, like, in the legal, we both have two different lawyers who have two different ideas about how this is going to go. And someone wants to win this process when it's not about winning. It's about both of you getting mm. through this together not devastating one over the other you know so i really
1: i i gotta say i really think that the collaborative model because i've talked to tina about the collaborative model quite a bit and i i think that's the next that's the next evolution of collaborative Mm -hmm. is that they bring in a coach, like yeah. a divorce coach to work with both couples. Yeah. Like not individual, because you could do that with the, the lawyers, yeah. but a, a communication coach or someone like yourself. I think that's the next evolution mm-hmm. in, in the process.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. I mean if you think about it, it's like going to therapy. If you're going to marriage counseling and you're seeing with someone together, but you're also seeing people separately. I think that same person should see you both separately. Otherwise, they don't really understand what's going on. They hear one side of the story, but they don't hear the whole story. Mm, So it's really easy to keep in aligned. You know, when my family was going through divorce, we had a family therapist and she worked with each one individually and then together because she could see all of the different pieces and were able to kind of keep us as a cohesive unit. So that's Mm. sort of what I would see my role as a coach just really keep that alignment and to keep that circle, you know, really well supported.
1: Okay. Now, interesting point. uh, And because I know with collaborative, there's a, there's a, um, there's an agreement whereby if the process breaks down, you have to, you you can't work with any couple. Now, would, would a coach like yourself sign an agreement like that to say, you know, if, if the process breaks down, you're going to pick a side, or would you say, I can't work with either side anymore?
0: You know, I I don't have that clause that I have to do that. I would look. I would like to con- continue with both, um, but if one side wanted to continue, I can continue with one side. I have mm-hmm. had that before, where I started with with a couple, and then one person dropped off, and she didn't want to continue. But I I continued to work with the,
1: with them. Okay. I guess that would work well, though. Like when you think about it, there's no it's not really a see the the big thing for the lawyers and the financials is just understanding you don't want to be able to slant anything to one partner. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's interesting. Now, you want to ask this question? No, go ahead. No, I I was just going to ask you, uh, Cindy, you have a a course that's called Divorce Redefined Academy. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that?
0: yes so it's my brand new launching on tuesday actually and i have two spots left (laughs) Uh, it's a small group coaching um program that i put together so that it's 12 weeks and it's only limited to 10 people i'm launching another one in the fall to see how this one goes but it's really about a guided process to make you feel supported but also a way to inform and educate people who are either just contemplating the divorce process and don't really understand what that landscape looks like or are in it and not sure what options they have. And they're wanting to do this in a really affordable way. This my group coaching is less than my personal one-on-one. Um, and then every second we meet every week and every second week I bring in a professional like a certified financial advisor, a lawyer, a mediator, and they get some information and they get to ask their questions and it's all par- part of the process. Mm-hmm. And I bring it to them so mm-hmm. that they can just show up and they're in their session. Um, and then also feel like, okay, I'm meeting some people who are going through this too, because that's what I find difficult is people don't want to reach out because they don't know, you know, who to talk to. And the more we talk about it, the more we realize that we're not alone. Mm -hmm. So this is really that 12 weeks of guided support so that by the end of 12 weeks, they not only feel emotionally, um stronger, but they also have, like I said, much more information, much more education. And they can they know, all right, what steps do I need to make now on my own?
2: And the fact that you've brought in professionals, you know, six different professionals over the 12 weeks, that's yeah. fabulous because they're seek they're they're getting a little bit of advice, right, on wow. those other avenues as well. That's brilliant.
1: Sounds like a divorce boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: brilliant. Yeah. It, it is no, but seriously. And you know, talk about that and and, you know you've said the word stigma and and realistically there is even still how many divorce how many marriages end in divorce 50%
1: 50 roughly and the interesting thing is and this is what I tell people is that if 50% are getting divorced like 99% of them end with a divorce right regardless of what model you use whether it's adversarial and traditional yeah, mediation uh, You know, uh, a collaborative process, whatever process you're using, 99% of people end up getting the divorce. Yeah. So you have a choice to make how, how, uh, you know, con- conflict oriented it is.
2: Right. But I think, or
1: how, how simple, how quick and easy it is.
2: Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that traditionally, right, in the past, it's been adversarial. You get a lawyer, you go to court. Yep. You get a lawyer, you go to court, or you do it at your kitchen table. Mm. Right. right. Yeah. Neither of which are wrong or perfect. Right? They're, right. they're not wrong nor right. You know, so I think that educating people about all these other processes and how to get through to the other side. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think that the, the world of divorce is evolving as divorces increase. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I
0: think that divorces are always going to be there. It's just a matter of how we handle it. You know, even second marriages, I think 62% or something end a divorce. And in the 70% for third marriages. So it's happening all over the place. We just have to be able to treat this in a better way.
1: Yeah, I think we're gonna to have to get you back on the show in yeah. 12 weeks. So you can tell us how yeah. it went. <laughs> yeah, sure. Love and, that. Promote, and then you can promote your fall session, right? Yeah, so.
2: that's fabulous. Awesome. We would great. love to have you back. What a okay. great hey, wrap up. Yeah. Okay. So thank you very much Cindy for joining us today. Can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. It was such an honor. Uh, my website
0: is divorceredefined.ca and my email is info@divorceredefined.ca and I and clients can also text me directly at 778 778- 837 1915 to set up a call or just get in touch.
1: And uh, people can also get a hold of you on the DivorceNet website. And we look forward to possibly having a, a blog post maybe from you on our site so people can read about you or read about your, your business. Okay. And so thank you so much. So we're going to end it there. And uh, it's been an exciting day, getting lots of people, lots of conversations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to let everyone know, just take care of yourselves, take care of the people around you. And we will see you on the other side of the mic.
0: You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca. Clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.